today's reading is taken from 1 Timothy, chapter 4, verses 1 to 16. And you can find that on page 1192 in the Church Bibles. 1 Timothy, chapter 4. The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourselves wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, church. My name is Chris, and I'm the Minister to Children and Youth here at Emmanuel. Uh, we have come to the end of the school summer holidays, and that means that next Sunday, Crash, Jam, and Pathfinders will start taking place once again during our services. Those who don't know, Crash is our ministry for babies from about age three, um, from babies till about age three, uh, but it can support children who are a little bit older than that and are not yet ready to advance to JAM. JAM is our ministry aimed at children above three years old to school year six, and Pathfinder is our ministry aimed at children in school year seven to school year nine. As a church, we really do believe that children from school year 10 and above should be involved in our church family, and so we encourage them to be part of the service because they are able to understand and respond to the preaching of God's word in church each week. Although Sunday school and children's churches is not mentioned in the Bible, 
we do believe that age-appropriate teaching should be available for all ages, and that is why we run these ministries in our church services. Uh, we also believe that volunteers should be able to attend our main church services, and that is why we ask volunteers to serve once or possibly twice during a month. Uh, so that's a little bit about our church ministry. Uh, as a church, and myself especially, we really value those volunteers who choose to spend time praying, who choose to spend time preparing for their lessons, um, who choose to love our children, and we believe that role is a great responsibility. And therefore, at this time, as Barter said, we have our commissioning Sunday. And so today I want to talk you through that. But before I do, let's just pray. Father, I do thank you that you are our God and we are your people. I'm thankful for your word and for the truth that it contains. And Lord, I do ask that whatever is said today, that you would increase and we would decrease. In Jesus' name, amen. As we look at this commission today, I won't show you the whole commission while I'm busy preaching. That will come at the end of the service when we say it together. Uh, but I will go through the commission part by part. And just so you know, if you haven't been to one of these services before, there's a part that the minister says, and he will say that, and then there's a response either from uh, the volunteers who are involved or from the congregation. And that response is I'll always I will or we will. But we'll get to that later on. Now, the commission begins uh, supporting and encouraging parents as the first and foremost point. So the point actually says what the minister says, the Bible tells us that the responsibility for bringing up children in the training and instruction of the Lord rests with their parents. Will you support and encourage parents in their ministry to their children? Uh, there are, this is often repeated in the Bible, and the text that, kind of, that I'd like to use for this particular part of the commission is from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. So Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 4, if you're in your church Bibles, it's on page 1177. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. We must first and foremost remember that God created the family structure to raise our children correctly. Sunday school and children's church only began in the 18th century here in the UK. For many years, families raised up their children. Uh, and so children's ministry should reinforce what is being taught at home. Children need to learn obedience. And parents need to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Now I will say, this does become more difficult as children become adults. But this is important. It is still needed. Parents of adults and grandparents have a responsibility to teach God's word to the next generation, even should those adults choose a different path. As a parent and a grandparent, as a family member, your responsibility is to bring the next generation up to a place where they can serve God. Children obeying parents is part of the Ten Commandments. Uh, as this verse says, it's the first one with a promise of blessing. But parents need to recognize that children are actually a blessing from God. And we are expected to raise them correctly as Christians. And although this particular verse mentions fathers, 
The Bible is full of verses for mothers, fathers, grandparents, and family members respectively to raise the next generation to follow God. And also the consequences of not doing so. If you like some more of those, I can leave you some of those verses later. Our JAM and Pathfinder teachers must first and foremost support and encourage parents. Part of our role is to create crafts or questions or stuff that they can take home that can create discussions about the lessons for our families after church. Can I encourage parents in the church? Ask your children, you know, what did you learn in JAM? What did you learn in Pathfinders this week? Tell me about it. Uh, when I ask my children that sometimes, they say to me, well, you know, because you taught us. <laughs> and so my response to that is, well, it doesn't matter. Tell me anyway, because maybe you didn't hear what I said. Maybe I taught badly, and I need to know that you remember what I said. And so can I encourage you, spend some time getting a response from your children. Our second point, part of the uh, commission, is to be diligent teachers together. And so for this particular point, I've grouped two of the promises together. The minister says, the Bible also tells us that teachers are among God's gift to his church, so the whole body of Christ may be built up. You stand here in the presence of Jesus Christ and his church as those who have been given the role of teaching, pastoring, and praying for the young. In this service, will you work loyally with your fellow workers, the children's and youth minister, the minister, and the congregation of the church? Another promise he requests is, will you diligently teach the Bible week by week to the children and young people we entrust to your care? And this is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 4. Thank you, Jonathan, for reading that. We are going to jump a little bit through that. So but this particular point is from verses 4 to 11. So if you can find that in your Bibles. Uh, for everything God created is good. Nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. Because... It is consecrated by the word of God and by prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and the good teachings you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. And this is, that is why we labor and strive, because we put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, and especially those who believe. Command and teach these things. As teachers and as Christians, we have a responsibility to ensure that the words we speak about the Bible are accurate and truthful, uh, especially if you're in jam, because especially in jam, children will always believe what you say because of your position of authority. Uh, a teacher, to most children, is usually believed more than their parents at times. Sometimes, a teacher is given uh, a lot of authority automatically by their position, and so if you're teaching incorrectly, the child is automatically going to believe you. Uh, verse six here says to ensure that you teach and live the truth, you must follow what you teach. You must practice what you preach. You must live the actions you tell other people to do. This is obviously not just for our volunteers who work in children's ministry, but also for every single one of us as Christians. 
With social media and fake news all around us, we must learn to understand and recognize truth. We need to train ourselves to be godly. We need to spend time understanding God's word so that we can command and teach others, teach this to others. We need to consecrate our teaching through prayer. I really do love our church prayer diary. Um, Colin sends it out every, every month and it, speaks, it allows us to pray for different members of the church. And I encourage you, if you're not using it, please do use that. Uh, we try and use it sometimes as our family and pray together in the evenings, which is a little bit difficult because I think it's meant for the morning because we're usually praying for something that's already taken place. But as a family, that's kind of our routine. Uh, but if you have another role in the church, the prayer list is just your starting point. If you're in a home group, pray for the members of your home group. If you're part of Oasis, pray for the people who come to Oasis. If you are a teacher in children's church, pray for the children that are in your group. Uh, pray for the lesson that you're going to teach. Uh, spend time with God, recognizing that what you're doing is giving God's word to other people. Let every lesson you do, every lesson you prepare, be covered with prayer. And then don't just pray, spend time practicing living godly lives, which is the next point, and we'll get there. Children in the church, can I encourage you? Pray for your leaders. Pray that they will teach you well. Pray, that, uh, pray for your parents. Pray for the ministers of the church. Pray that you spend time in prayer. It's not just an adult thing to do, but children too need to spend time in prayer. And so, can I encourage you, whenever you can, create some sort of a prayer habit, whether you're an adult or whether you're a child, use the time to spend time in prayer. Our third point is to live daily for Christ. The minister will say, will you be careful in your daily life to let your conduct be governed by the teaching of Christ, to develop your own intimacy with him, and to make yourself an example to the children and to the young people in all that you say and do. I've taken uh, verses 15 and 16 from 1 Timothy chapter 4, which says, Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This is the ultimate goal of why we provide age-appropriate ministries and teaching at the church. We want the gospel to be heard by children. We want both uh, ourselves and the children that we teach to be saved. Watch what you do, your life, and what you teach, your doctrine, closely. Children will see you everywhere. I know we live in London, but Surbiton, Tolworth, Berrylands, it's kind of a small town. Uh, children will see you everywhere that you go. And they will listen what they see you do. I'll say it again. They will listen to what they see you do. Persevere in growing in Christ. Because children will see you in the neighborhood and will follow you. And will see what you do. And they will respond to your teaching the way that they see you respond to life. Children, I want to encourage you. You too should get better at following Jesus. You too should follow your parents and their leader and your leaders as they follow Jesus. 
our responsibility is to grow every single day in Jesus. You cannot give out what you do not have. Uh, apples and oranges do not come from the same tree. In the same way, what you teach will be affected by your lifestyle. The Bible instructs us to be diligent and persevere in the way that we live and the doctrine that we teach. It's important to remember that Sundays are not the only day that belongs to God. We should live every day following Christ in every single way we can, every single day. Fourthly, be faithful in prayer, preparation, and relationships while being faithful to the church body. I know that's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, and as part of two parts from, from the commission, uh, the minister will say, will you be faithful in your prayer and preparation and in cultivating good relationships with children in your groups and their families? And will you be faithful in your commitment to the body of Christ here at Emmanuel Church, of which these groups are a part? I'm taking from verses 12 to 14 from 1 Timothy chapter 4. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching, and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. This verse is often quoted, quoted when we teach to young people. And Timothy was a young person. Uh, but Timothy was also a minister. He was placed into a church by Paul to lead the church and to teach them the gospel. To be able to grow as a leader and as a teacher, Timothy had to set himself up as an example I wish people could follow. And, he, and, and we should do the same thing, as we heard in the previous point. Be that example. The other thing he was told was to devote himself to church meetings, to public reading, preaching, and teaching. As leaders in children's ministries, we too need to spend time in other church activities. We help this. We, I mean, we try to do this in our church by allowing you to try to come to church at least twice or thrice a, a, a month, uh, we arrange the rotor so that you're not serving that often. Um, but we can also be involved in home groups. We can be involved in other groups in the church. Uh, we can find some place where you're called to serve apart from children's ministry. We should never neglect church altogether. Uh, this family that meets in this building needs everyone in the building to be here. We grow as a family as we meet together. We also see in this passage that Timothy had a gift which was confirmed when the elders of the church prayed for him, and he was told not to neglect it. As volunteers, we too will be prayed for. We too have a gift. We have the opportunity to teach the good news to children. Let's use it. Let's be faithful in praying for families in the church, remembering the stories and friends a child talks about. That's a little bit difficult. But it's something that's very important. Be relatable to the children that you serve. If they talk about their friend at school, try and make a mental note. Speak about it later to them. Uh, no matter what our age is, we should be an example to all, and especially to the family of God. This year, I've, I've added a, a final point to the commission. And this commission, this point, is actually to the congregation, not just to uh, the leaders. Uh, the congregation has a responsibility to support the volunteers. The minister will say, will you, the congregation, support these fellow workers through prayer, acknowledgement, love, 
and encouragement. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12 to 18, says this. And I'm actually going to read the instruction there as well. Final instructions. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continuously. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We are all one church, and we want God's kingdom to come on this earth. To do this, we have responsibilities. Children in the church, are you still listening? This verse is especially for you. You have a responsibility to acknowledge those leaders who work with you. I'm going to tell you a little secret, children. Sometimes, when a volunteer comes to Jam or Pathfinders, they don't actually want to be there. They've had a very difficult week. Things have been hard. Uh, they're committed to doing this lesson because that's what they're committed to. But it's been a very difficult time, and they, they're not really encouraged all the time. As children, you can do something for them. A smile, a thank you, a picture, a postcard. You can do something to encourage your leaders anytime that you want to. You'll be surprised how much that thank you helps a leader who's not feeling encouraged to teach, to be able to teach well. Um, parents, the same thing. A small thank you, a kind word, goes a long way encouraging our children and youth workers. Strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Maybe you're in this church and uh, you can't serve in children's ministry because either you've done it before and maybe you think something's changed your life and maybe whatever the reason might be, you, th you think you can't do it. That's okay. You can still serve in love and in prayer. Uh, one of the joys I've had this last year uh, was creating a prayer group for our cross-train uh, ministry that started up. And I really rejoice when someone on the team reaches out to me and says, you know, this, you said this in the, one of your emails, I've been praying for this, has God answered that prayer? Um, when they want to ask something that I mentioned, uh, if they ask about the children that we've been speaking about, and so I'm encouraged when people are praying for cross-train for other ministries in the church. Uh, it's exciting to see that the congregation is not just here, but involved in different ministries. Whether they are praying, whether they're in being involved through prayer, when they're acknowledging, whether they're loving, whether they're encouraging, whether they're supporting through finances. However you are in, in helping the church grow, you're part of our ministries. That is what you do as, as part of the body of Christ. So again, uh, let me just say, before we say the commission together, I want to say a special thank you to everyone who serves in children's and youth ministry. I know the service today is specifically aimed at those who help in JAM and Pathfinders because that's our ministry just on a Sunday is where we're teaching. But I know that many of you serve regularly in creche, in kangaroos, in cross-train. Uh, others of you serve at our once-a-year once event, maybe the Halloween outreach, maybe the Christmas journey, maybe the Easter experience. There are so many different ways that this church serves our children and the children in our community. 
that you love and you pray for us. And so I thank you for wanting to share the love of God, uh, for wanting to share the gospel with our community and with our children. And so now I'm going to ask those who are serving in Jammin Pathfinders to come up to the front and stand alongside me as Bart, our minister, leads us in the commissioning.